This is the Dream Crushing Debt Podcast. Discussing all things money and budgeting with your host, Dustin Olson. Hello, everybody. Thanks for coming back for another episode of Dream Crushing Debt Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin, and the question I'm answering today is, what is considered good debt? In the last episode, I talked about what is bad debt. Today, we're going to kind of flip that around and talk about what is considered good debt, even though we don't want any debt. So the three big things that come up when you uh, look for what is good debt is you're going to find that mortgages are considered good debt, along with, believe it or not, student loans and car loans. Uh, For me, this is a bit surprising to see that car loans is considered good debt along with student loans. But the concept of good debt is it's a long-term investment. And when you start to frame it that way, it starts to really make sense. Okay, A home, a mortgage on a home, while the, the loan might also last decades, so will the home. And depending on the area, you have the potential of appreciating in value, meaning you'll get more equity. The house will be more worth more than what you bought it for. And so even though you have a loan on the home, it's considered a good form of debt because of the investment style of it. Okay. Same thing with student loans. Uh, the things that you learn at school could carry on through with you to every job that you have. Now, I know you'll find a lot of people say that the job they have today has nothing to do with the degree that they got in school, okay? Well, we can't justify that, but I would venture to say that for the most part, some of the other things that we learn at school and even some of the experiences we've gained at school do carry on with us throughout our lives. So investing in ourselves for the long term is a form of good debt. Now, the car loan, I think this would fall into more of our gray area of good debt because some cars are just terrible. Why would anyone buy certain cars? Uh, I think it's a well-known fact that cars, certain brands with cars hold their value a little more or they're more of a collector item and therefore are good investments to have, right? You you buy the car and whenever you turn around to sell it, it's worth what you owe, right? There's cars like that. And then there's other cars that, man, they just, they do not hold their value for anything. So car loans, I feel like could go either way uh, as far as being good or bad debt. However, I would still probably classify it more on the good side because having a car depending on where you live, of course, enables us to get to work. It enables us to go to charitable functions and social functions and family functions. And it helps us do more than we could if we were destined to walk everywhere or ride a bike everywhere. So having a car, having a car loan, I think helps is a supplementary form of investing into other things that we're involved in whether it's our careers, our families, or whatever. So because of that, those aspects of why we need our own transportation, 
I would consider this good debt, despite that the car itself might not be good. So um, hopefully this has helped clarify and answer this question. What is a form of good debt? Um, <clears throat> of course, I think when it comes to paying off any form of debt, whether it is good or bad, is we pay it off as quick as we can. And the way that we do that is we pay a little extra every month. Every time that payment is due, we pay a little extra. And what that does is it effectively reduces the principal balance which interest is charged is based on. Okay, So the smaller the principal balance the next month around, the less interest is charged. And the more that we do that, the, the faster the loan will shrink because there's less interest being charged in any given month and it just disappears even faster. So paying a little extra on on your loans is a good thing. And uh, if we take the Dave Ramsey approach, we focus on one loan first to put all that extra amount into. Once it's paid off, we roll all of that money into the next loan. And uh, it's called the snowball effect. And we'll do that until every loan is paid off. So uh, essentially, we'll start with the bad debt first. You know, start with credit card debts. We'll do uh, the payday loans and any personal loans we have. We'll start with those first. Those have high interest rates. And then we'll move on to uh, other our good debt, our student loans, and start tackling those and car loans. And if all we're left with is our mortgage, that's great. Um, I think anywhere you look online, you'll find that having a mortgage is acceptable, even though you might be debt-free in every other area, simply because homes are so expensive, so expensive. But it doesn't mean that you you can't, uh, once you pay off all your other debt, start putting extra money towards your mortgage as well. Now, it doesn't have to be as much uh, money as you're putting towards all your other loans, but like I said, an extra amount towards the principal can go a really long ways as it reduces the amount of interest that is charged every month and is based off the principal balance. So uh, let's focus on our, our bad debt first, then our good debt, and just knock them out. While <clears throat> it is considered good debt, uh, let's not hang on to it because I think any debt is debilitating. It takes a lot of money away from other things that we could be doing uh, for ourselves, for our families, and for our friends. So uh, don't don't delay, don't don't waste any more time. So uh, that's that is the difference uh, between bad debt and good debt. Is it's really the long-term investment aspect of it, what it enables us to do uh, for ourselves. So. Uh, if you have other questions about this, feel free to reach out. I'd love to answer them. And uh, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. If you want more, we've got more at dreamcrushingdebt.com.